Fold accents, protaxine-like architectures from Foldermers. An article by Victor Kühler, Arundali Roy, Ivan Hook, and Jan Ferrand from Ludwig Maximilian Universität, München, Germany. Accounts of Chemical Research, 2022. Conceptus. Mechanically interlocked molecules such as rotaxines and catenines contain free moving components that cannot dissociate and have enabled the investigation and control of various translational and rotational molecular motions. The architecture of pseudorotaxines and of some kinetically labile rotaxines is comparable to that of rotaxines, but their components are reversibly associated and not irreversibly interlocked. In other words, pseudorotaxines may fall apart. These account focuses on a peculiar family of rotaxine-like architectures termed foldaxines. Foldaxine consists of a helically folded oligomer wound around a rod-like dumbbell-shaped cast. Winding of the helix around the rod thus entails an unwinding-rewinding process that creates a kinetic barrier. It follows that foldaxines albeit irreversibly assembled, have significant lifetimes and may not fall apart while defined molecular motions are triggered. Foldaxines based on helically folded aromatic oligomide, host and oligoalkyl carbonate casts can be designed rotationally through the inclusion of complementary binding motifs on the road and at the inner rim of the helix, so that the helix length and road length match. Single helical foldaxines, biomolecular species, and double helical foldaxines, trimolecular species, have thus been produced, as well as poly N foldaxines, in which several helices bind to long roads with multiple binding stations. When the binding stations differ and are organized in a certain sequence, a complementary sequence of different stacked helices, each matching with a binding station, can be assembled, thus reproducing in an artificial system a sort of translational process. Foldaxine helix handedness may be controlled by stereogenic centers on the road like guest. Handedness can also be transmitted from helix to helix in polyfoldaxines. Foldaxine formation has drastic consequences for the road properties, including its stiffening and the restriction of the mobility of a microcycle already interlocked on the road. Fast translation without dissociation of helices along road line gas has been demonstrated. Because of the helical nature of the host, translation may be accompanied by rotation in various sorts of screw-like motions. The possibility on longer time scales for the helix to dissociate from and reassociate to the road has allowed for the design of complex kinetically controlled supramolecular pathways of a helix on a road. 
Furthermore, the design of helices with a directionality that is with two distinct termini, they bind to non-symmetrical road-like gas in a defined orientation makes it possible to also control the orientation of molecular motion. Altogether, foldaxines constitute a distinct and full of potential family of foldaxine-like architectures that possess design structures and allow orchestration of the time scales of various supramolecular events. Introduction Mechanically interlocked molecules have opened up considerable capabilities in molecular machinery. For example, rotaxines have emerged as an archetypical architecture enabling the controlled motion of rings mechanically bound to dumbbell-shaped molecular rods. The moving parts of a rotaxine, their ring and the road, cannot dissociate and various strategies have been devised to produce such objects. In contrast, pseudorotaxines allow for the dissociation of the subcomponents because the road is not dumbbell-shaped, thus allowing ring slippage. Kinetically liable rotaxines have also been described. Pseudorotaxines possess the advantage that they can be produced through self-assembly by simply mixing their components. The existence rests on the ring affinity for the rod. However, they can dissociate, which makes their use in molecular machinery complicated. A machine preferably may be not allowed to fall apart to achieve work. This account focuses on foldaxines, a peculiar family of rotaxine-like architectures, in which the ring is replaced by a helically folded oligomer, that is, a foldomer. A one-turn helix may be assimilated to a ring closed by non-covalent interactions. It is a dynamic object, but its time constants, for example, the rates at which it winds and unwinds, may substantially vary, depending on its inherent rigidity and upon adding helix turns. Using stable helices, long-lived foldaxines may be produced, that is, helix rod complexes that do not dissociate while some molecular motions take place. Designing foldaxine structure characteristics thus enables the orchestration of the time scales of the various processes involved and creates new opportunities for controlling molecular motions. The development of holdaxines stemmed from the use of helical foldomers with sizable cavities as containers for molecular recognition. While this background mostly concerns the recognition of casts small enough to entirely fit in a helix cavity, an increasing number of reports target rod-like casts that protrude from the helix thus defining a foldaxine or pseudo-foldaxine architecture. With few exceptions, foldaxines involve relatively rigid aromatic helices. Following early reports based on oligo and on naphtharidine oligomers, a range of foldaxines 
has been reported to exploit the modularity and synthetic excess of aromatic oligomide foldamers. Depending on the properties of the foldamer host and the road-like guests, single or double helical foldexines may be produced. Their design principles and their intriguing properties are presented in detail in the following. Single helical foldexine design. Aromatic oligomide foldamers adopt stable conformations such as helices or sheets that can be simply predicted because they constitute the direct outcome of local preferences at each rotatable bond that define the relative orientation of consecutive units. Over the years, a toolbox of diamine diacid and amino acid heterocyclic aromatic monomers that differ by their size and the position of their amine and acid substitutions have been developed. A sampling of these monomers is shown in Figure 2a. Atypical interactions that govern backbone conformations are shown in Figure 2b. Depending on the monomer used, different strand curvatures may be imparted that will give rise to helical structures of varying diameter. For example, Q sequences from highly curved helices with no cavity. In contrast, QF sequences from less curved helices and possess a small cavity in which an alkyl chain may fit. Upon combining monomers that code for a wide helix diameter in the center of a sequence and short Q segments at both ends, a helical capture can be produced that can completely seclude a gas molecule from the surrounding medium. Helical containers based on these principles have been shown to bind a broad range of casts from ions or cations to organic acids and carbohydrates. It was conceived that by removing the end caps from a capsule sequence that is the highly curved extremities, gas molecules may be allowed to protrude from the helix to produce foldaxines and pseudofoldaxines. Capsule sequence 1 was selected for this purpose. It comprises two PNPCPN polyclefts that can hydrogen bond to a gas polar function, a central Q2F. AFQ2F cylindrical cavity to accommodate a short alkyl chain and terminal Q3 caps that close the cavity. Sequence 1 was rotationally designed to bind to gas molecules such as 1,4-butanediol or 4-amino-1-butanol and successfully does so with a Ka of circa 10 to the power of 3L per mole in chloroform. Using one as a starting point, the two Q3 caps were removed to let longer gas protrude from the cavity and allow for the binding of dumbbell-shaped molecules. Accordingly, sequences 2A to D are composed of a central cylindrical cavity 
QMF, AF, QMF of variable length and all possesses two PN, PC, PN, Hadrian Bond journal clubs. Gratifyingly, these polymers were shown to bind alpha omega alkene diamine derived dicarbamate gas, thus producing an ensemble of helix rod complexes. Thin gas such as five can treat themselves into the cavity. Complexes also form with dumbbell shaped gas such as three and four which involve another mechanism of formation. It is inferred that the helix must wind around the rod. However, aromatic oligamide helices are particularly stable and may not completely unfold for this purpose. A sort of screwing around the rod while the helix keeps its shape may be envisaged. Thus, bulky stoppers do not alter the binding energy. However, bulky stoppers alter the binding release mechanism and thus their associated kinetics. Threading typically takes place rapidly and cannot be monitored by NMR, whereas winding may take days to reach equilibrium. The formation constants of all vaccines made of different helix and rod lengths revealed two main trends. First, a rather strict match between helix length and gas length is required for optimal binding. Removing or adding a single methylene unit within the rod may have drastic consequences on foldaxine stability. Second, foldaxine stability increases for longer helices and rods which culminates with Ka equal 345,000 liter per mole for 2D3F. They suggest that foldaxine instability is not solely determined by the hydrogen bonds between the carbamate and the PNPCPN polar clefts, but that contacts between the alkyl chains and the fluorine atoms of QF and AF units are also favorable. Another aspect is that helices 2A2D bind selectively to dicarbamates of alpha-omega-alkene-diamines. The PNPCPN polyclefts hydrogen bond to the carbamate carbonyl group and binding affinities collapse if the carbamate orientation is inverted by swapping amino and oxy functions or if it is replaced by an amide or an ester. This selectively offered the possibility to fine-tune the system. Thus, the PNPC and polar cleft where the terminal pyramid was replaced by an aftertyridine was designed to selectively recognize an amide instead of a carbamate. The outcome is that disymmetrical sequence 6, which possesses both PNPCPN and PNPCN segments, selectively binds to dissymmetrical guests like 7C 
with a Ka of 28,000 liter per mole. Complexes with amides and carbamides mismatching the two polar clefts are transiently observed before disappearing below the detection levels of hydrogen NMR. Such complexes make it possible to control the relative orientation of the helix and the rod, a property that has been achieved with few rotaxines. Foldaxines and double helices. The key modification to transform a capsule sequence such as one into a helix prone to foldaxine formation is the removal of the Q3 segments that cap the helix cavity. Yet this change has another consequence other than forming an open ended helix. Helices with a wide diameter have a strong propensity to self assemble into double helical dimers because of the lower energy cost of spring like extension when helix diameter is larger, as for microscopic metal springs. Q3 segments are more curved and disfavor this process. It follows the foldaxine assembly competes with double helix formation. Nevertheless, despite the generally high stability of these double helices, this competition does not overwhelm foldaxine formation. The reason is that one double helix can dissociate to form two foldaxines. The overall equilibrium is thus defined by the ratio between the constant of dimerization and the square of the constant of formation of the foldaxine from a single helix. Nevertheless, double helix formation complicates measurements because the single helix is involved into equilibria. It is undetectable in an MR spectra at equilibrium. This makes it more difficult to directly measure the constant of formation of the foldaxine from the single helix. Instead, we calculate the constant of formation of two foldaxines from the double helix. Furthermore, the kinetics of double helix formation are slow, particularly for so long oligomers, and it may take days to bring foldaxine formation to equilibrium when mixing a rod guest and a double helix. Fortunately, a majority of the aromatic oligomide strands can be precipitated in the out-of-equilibrium single helical form from methanol. Producing foldaxines from the single helix is much faster and equilibrium is reached rapidly. Double helix formation can thus be a practical impediment, but it can also be turned to an advantage. Just like double helix capsules have been produced, we endeavored to design double helical foldaxines. Sequences 8A, 8C composed of a QF segment and a single PNPCPN segment were designed for this purpose. They assemble into double helical dimers in solution which may be parallel or antiparallel. The latter configuration in which one PNPCPN is found at each extremity of the duplex was shown to produce double helical foldaxines 
similar to the single helical fold vaccines presented above. The crystal structure of 8A23B, 8A23D, and 8A23E confirms the stoichiometry, symmetry, and structure of these double helical fold vaccines in agreement with NMR data. Again, a complex structure pathway must be invoked for the winding of a double helix round, a dumbbell rod. An interesting feature of these double helical fold vaccines is the lower dependence of their stability on the length of the road that for single helical fold vaccines. The crystal structures of figure 5D involve the same double helix, 8A, 2, and 3 different rods, and revealed that the two strands of the double helix may screw into one another to a variable extent to adjust their conformation to the guest. The structures of 8C210A and 8C210B also show an adjustment of the double helix to the length of the road via screwing and screwing motions. It follows that the transfer of a double helix from a gas to another gas of different length involves a screwing of unscrewing of the duplex. This notion has relevance to controlled molecular motion because it combines a translational and rotational two motions they are generally dissociated in molecular systems. Shuttling motion space on full vaccine architectures. The fact that helix winding around dumbbell roads to form full vaccines takes place slowly, that is, on timescales ranging from minutes to days depending on the length enabled their use in a manner similar to that of microcycles in Rodaxine-based molecular shuttles. Dumbbell-shaped rod 11A was conceived for a proof-of-principle study. It contains two carbamate functions and one urea, that is, three hydrogen bond acceptors. Thus, 11A possesses two binding stations but only one may be occupied at a given time. Solution and solid state data confirmed the exclusive formation of one to one single helical fold vaccine, 2C11A. Using exchange NMR spectroscopy, it could be demonstrated that single helix 2C transfers from one station to another and that this occurs at a rate incompatible with the time necessary for unwinding and rewinding the helix. Thus, actual sliding takes place without dissociation. Molecular dynamic simulations provided insights about energetic barriers and structure changes during the sliding process. On top of translation and rotations, the Foldemer helix was also found to undergo a series of extensions and contractions. In the case of rod 11A, the helix may move from one binding station to the other with equal probability. 
A step beyond consists in controlling this motion by triggering repulsive interactions for one station. We use the symmetrical rod 11B, which possesses one carbamate urea station with heptyl segments and another with diethylamine segment, noted, omega. Single fold vaccine 2C11B was produced and its NMR spectrum showed two sets of signals with slightly different proportions, meaning the single helix 2C spends a bit more time on one station than on the other. Upon titration of 2C11B with an acid to protonate the amine-containing station, one set of signals disappeared, and only one remained. This reflects the fact that Halix 2C is trapped around the alpha station and repelled from the omega station because the helix cavity does not accommodate the ammonium function. Adding a base reversed the process, eventually producing a foldexine-based pH-controlled molecular shuttle. In a subsequent step, helix motions around roads were organized into kinetically controlled multi-step pathways. We designed ROD12A, processing successfully an alpha binding station known to have a weak affinity for double helix, 8C. A non-bulky spacer and omega binding station known to have a strong affinity for 8C and a bulky stopper. Rod 12B only differs from 12A in that it has a bulky peak sidal spacer. Upon addition of an excess of 12A or 12B to a solution of 8C2, NMR showed that a single new species was immediately and quantitatively formed that corresponds to the fast and quantitative threatening of the double helix around the alpha station of the road, leading to kinetic supramolecular products 8C. 12A alpha and 8C 12B alpha, respectively. Over time, the emergence of a second set of resonances was observed by NMR and attributed to the thermodynamic products 8C2 12A omega and 8C2 12B omega. Foldaxine 8C 2,12A omega was produced within circa 3 hours, which indicates a shuttling motion. The tetraethylene glycol spaces do not hamper the passage of the helix. In contrast, 8C12B omega took 15 days circa to form, indicating that the bulky spacer of 12B imposes a dissociation of 8C12B-alpha and the rewinding of the helix along the omega station. Similar pathways can also be implemented with control over the orientation of the road and helix 
using the building blocks shown in figure 4. Polyfold vaccines and helix handness control. The high stability of single and double helical fold vaccines and the match between helix and road length invited the challenge of formation of polyfold vaccines on roads that would possess multiple binding stations. Such assemblies might, for example, enable organization in space of various functional groups attached to each helical component. Double helix 8B binds to road 13A, which possesses a single dicarbamate binding station. It also binds to longer dumbbell-shaped rods 13B to 13D, possessing respectively 2, 3 and 5 binding stations identical to that of 13A. This eventually produces polyfold vaccines 8B, 13B, 8B, 13C and 8B, 13D. The latter having a length of 9.1 nanometer and a mass of 22 kilodalton. Neither the host nor the guest possesses stereogenic centers. Thus, 8B exists as a rosamide of right P and left-handed M in anchomeric conformers. Upon assembly of multiple helices on a road, diosteromeric complexes may result. For example, 8B13B may have PP, MM, or PM mesostereochemistry. However, hydrogen NMR and crystallography demonstrate that the polyfold vaccines are all homochiral. Only racemates of P8B13 and M8B13 are produced indicating quantitative helix-helix-handedness communication between the helices bound to the same rod. The different dicarbamate stations of 13B, 13D are separated by an ethylene glycol spacer which plays an important role in polyfold vaccine design. Indeed, if the spacer between two binding stations is too short, Static hydrants between adjacent double helices may prevent all stations from being occupied. Conversely, if the space is too long, an absence of contacts between adjacent double helices would hamper helix-helix handedness communication. In addition to relative helix-helix handedness control, absolute handedness control was achieved through incorporation of a chiral group at both ends of a binding station. For example, roads 14A, SS, and 14B, SS, possess two S-phenethyl groups. Circular decorism and hydrogen NMR showed that the angle helix 2C binds to 14A, SS, to give two-fold vaccine P, 2C14A SS with a D of 93%. Similarly, double helix 8B binds to 14B SS to give 3 fold vaccine P8B 14B SS 
with a D of 56%. X-ray crystal structures allowed for the unambiguous assignment of the stereochemistry of these complexes. Geared to a template rules containing more information, compound 15 was made up successfully of an r naphtha ethyl bulky group, a binding station known to bind 8C, an ethylene glycol spacer, a binding station known to bind 2D, and finally, an r chiral phenethyl bulky group. Solution and solid state studies show the formation of a homochiral 4 fold axine M8C M2D15. Additional routes made of multiple binding stations of variable lengths allowed for the faithful spatial arrangement of up to five single or double helices of three different kinds. This type of assembly can be assimilated to a translational process where sequence of alkyl carbamates is translated into sequence of stacked aromatic helices. Translational of chemical information from one molecular type to another has reached exquisite levels of natural systems, for example, the translation of mRNA into proteins by the ribosome. In contrast, synthetic systems that achieve translational are few and far from being optimized. The possibility to translate polycarbamates into aromatic oligoamides thus stands as an intriguing and original perspective. Effect of Aldexine Formation on Road Properties in all the systems presented above, Foldex information amounts to trapping an otherwise highly flexible gas containing an alkyl chain into the grid cylindrical cavity of a multi-turn aromatic helix. The extent of this rigidification that is how well does the helix keep the two ends of the gas away from each other was investigated using the distance dependence of reversible electronic energy transfer REET. To achieve this, a bulky ruthenium BPY3 plus and a pyrene were installed at the ends of road 9B, containing a binding station for 8B2. The emissive triplet metal to ligand charge transfer MLCT state of the ruthenium by PY chromophore is quasi isoenergic with the triplet state of the pyrene unit. The similarity allows the energy to shuttle back and forth between the two chromophores of the flexible thread all the more so that they can come in close proximity and a delayed luminescence was observed. After foldaxine formation, the chromophores are kept at a distance and effectively decoupled. Indeed, the structure of 8B9A shows an interchromophore distance more or equal to 1.8 nanometer. This translates into characteristics photophysical signatures. Another intriguing interplay between helix and roads was discovered while extending foldaxine design to roads other than alkyl carbamate gas. 
applying the same principles that led to the design of sequence 2 from the structure and molecular recognition properties of capsule 1. We endeavoured to produce four vaccines derived from the ability of capsule sequence 16 to bind to tartaric acid 18 with high affinity selectivity and diastereo selectivity. These molecular recognition properties stem from the larger cavity size of 16 imparted by the long pyridine 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 central segment and from the presence of 7 amino 1.8 naphthyridine units which hydrogen bond to the carboxylic acid gas. Thus, we synthesize sequence 17, an analogue of 16 lacking terminal Q3 caps while preserving molecular recognition features, and rod 19, a dumbbell shaped tartaric acid derivative. Mixing 17 and 19 led to the rapid formation of the expected 1 to 1 fold vaccine. 1719. There again, helix handedness was quantitatively biased by stereogenic centers of the guest. This complex was found to be long lived, but it is in fact a kinetic supramolecular byproduct. After prolonged incubation, it slowly transformed into the 2 2 2 host gas complex 1719 in which two gas molecules are bound at the extremities of a double helical 17. We commented above that foldaxine formation most often outcompetes double helix formation because one duplex can produce two foldaxines. This no longer holds true in the case of 17 and 19 because the road-like gas also binds to the ends of the double helix through hydrogen bonding. Coincidentally, 19 also quantitatively biases the helicity of 17, but with the opposite handedness to that it induces in 17. Thus, mixing 17 and 19L leads first to the formation of M17-19L, then to the formation of p 17 19L. Recent works exploited the fact that alkyl carbamate roots that form foldaxines may themselves be rotaxines. For instance, 2-rotaxine 20 possesses a dicarbamate binding station on which a helical foldamer may wind. It also contains an ammonium group as a binding site for a dibenzo 24 crown 8 microcycle, as evidenced by an MR single helix 2G wraps around the dicarbamate station of the rhodoxine 20 to form 2D20, a new architecture which was called a folderotaxine. The crystal structure of 2D20 confirms that each building block binds to its complementary interacting site. Upon the protonation of the ammonium, the microcycle may occupy other locations of the road. Helix 2D still winds around the road to form a folderotaxine, but a significant decrease of affinity was observed. The drop is even more pronounced upon sequent D-butyl carbomolization of the amine. 
Overall, the presence and the localization of the microcycle modulates the association between the helix and the thread, and reciprocally, the foldamer can act as a supramolecular auxiliary to compartmentalize the microcycle around a region of the molecular road for which it may have a lesser affinity. Summary and Outlook In summary, Foldaxine development has made considerable progress owing to the use of design aromatic oligamide sequences. Structure parameters such as host cast affinity and selectivity, host cast ready orientation, and Foldaxine single or double helicity, as well as relative and absolute handedness, can be controlled according to simple construction rules. Furthermore, the time scales of assembly and disassembly through different mechanisms and of various translation and screw-like molecular motions can also be orchestrated by means of structure features. Foldaxines does extend earlier work on rhodaxines and pseudorhodaxines into new directions. Given the rich literature on molecular recognition within helical containers, one may anticipate other foldaxines that the alkyl carbamate cast aromatic oligamide host to emerge. In this respect, foldaxines based on tartaric acid casts or on halices not derived from aromatic amides constitute early examples of a growing family. One may also conceive foldaxines using other foldamer shapes than halices. For example, some aromatic band sheets also possess a cavity. The combination of rotaxines and foldaxines also has potential for development. An interesting prospect would be to use a foldamer halix as a controlled molecular auxiliary to confine another interlocked subunit along a molecular road. Halix road host gas complexes may also open new possibilities in the field of topologically complex molecules, e.g. knots. In a multi-turn foldaxine, the halix and the road are arranged with multiple crossing points. Upon approximately covalently connecting the ends of the road with the ends of the halix, a topologically non-tribal structure may result as has been proposed for the synthesis of knots from double helices. Progress along these lines is being made in our laboratories and will be reported in due course.